Welcome back to History List. After the extended Zhou dynasty, which we examined under the teachings of Lao Tzu and Confucius, we examined the short-lived but monumentally influential Qin dynasty. Fourteen years, mostly under one man, which changed China. Shi Huangdi unified China after a period of chaos and established the largest Chinese empire up to that point in time, once he defeated the Chu kingdom to the south. The main project the ruthless leader embarked upon was the Great Wall. Walls along China's northern border had existed for centuries, but under Shi Huangdi, they were connected and expanded, creating a continuous 3,000-mile expanse. At the height of production, one in every five people in China was working on the wall, in brutal conditions. Whole families were drafted, and men, women, and children died for its construction. Bodies were thrown into the wall with the rubble that made the tamped earth filling. Guard towers along the wall allowed them to see if anyone was trying to get in, or out. For the Great Wall also served as the emperor's means of keeping his population imprisoned. The ferocity of the emperor was legendary. He imprisoned his own mother and killed members of his own family, including his step-siblings. His paranoia was not unfounded. He survived multiple assassination attempts. Born to a royal family in 259 BCE, he was the de facto ruler by 221 and was the first Chinese leader to take the imperial rather than monarchical title. His oversized sense of self-worth led to two other enormous projects dedicated solely to him, unlike the Great Wall. For his tomb, which he apparently began designing when he was a teenager, a giant false mountain was created, rising hundreds of feet in the air, and which purportedly inside has a scale replica of his dominions, and the body entombed in the center of a lake of mercury. The site is known, the mound is there, it seems to be hollow, and has elevated mercury levels. But it is too risky to excavate, and so the final resting place of Shi Huangzhi, who died in 210 at the age of only 45, remains something of a mystery. But his elaborate plans for his afterlife also led to the other great personal creation of the Qin dynasty, the Terracotta Army only discovered in the 1970s. This ghost army, designed to accompany Shi Huangdi on his journey after death, contains thousands of larger-than-life soldiers. Each one has unique facial features, and they are clad in regalia in battle formation that depicts their rank. There are even chariots and horses also made of terracotta. More intriguingly, studies have shown that these sculptures have a hardness that we think could have only been attained by firing them in blast furnace kilns, a technological advancement that was the first of its kind in the world and wouldn't be discovered in Europe for over a thousand years. To be fair, as part of his megalomaniacal need for order, the emperor also created a unified series of weights and measurements which actually proved useful to the rest of the population. But, generally speaking, the people lived in a fear that was well-deserved. Later, scholars tell of the emperor burning books and burying Confucian scholars alive. Modern historians are wary of this story, but 
It became a cultural touchstone for Shi Huangdi's legendary cruelty, a cruelty which clearly did exist, as we've seen with his family and the construction of the Great Wall. After the emperor's death, however, the Qin dynasty fell apart quickly, when not held together by the harsh tyrant through force and fear. What came after was the Han dynasty, a period of prosperity, innovation, and relative peace. The Han, which lasted from the 200s BCE to the 200s CE, expanded the territory of China even further westward and sent out the famous Zhang Qin to establish allies and trade in the process leading to the Overland Silk Road, which would link the Chinese to Central Asia and the Mediterranean. The Han brought back Confucianism and saw all sorts of inventions, including the first empire to develop iron weaponry, the seismograph, porcelain, mining for salt, among other developments which we'll examine in later episodes. Despite the Han's reputation as a golden age, much of Chinese history can be traced back to the Qin which preceded it, and Emperor Shi Huangdi's willingness to trade human life for grand projects and even grander ambitions. Next time on History List, we return to Greece to examine how the world around us became a quantifiable entity, and how an abstract concept, like numbers, could help us understand reality. <laughs>